Sukkah Dav Chav Zayin, seven lines from the top of the Amid at the new Mishnah. Rabbi Leza, Rabbi Leza says, that you have a chiv to eat 14 sudas inside a sukkah over the Yantav of Sukkah once in the morning and once at night since there are seven days of sukkahs, therefore that would equal 14. There is no shear. And the only time you have a chiv to eat inside the sukkah is only on the first day of sukkahs. And as Rashi points out, that if a person wants to fast and doesn't want to eat anything that's bread or any sudaskra over the entire six days of sukkahs, there's no problem. The only thing is that if you do eat a sudaskra, then you can't eat outside the sukkah. However, then you're not allowed to fast on the first night of Yantim. Now, the Rishonim is that how could Rabbi Lezah say that there's only 14 sudas in every single seven day period? There will be a Shabbos, and on Shabbos we have a Chiyav of eating three sudas, and therefore it should be 15 sudas. So the Meiri answers two truths. Either it means Enochinami, that has many sudas that you need during the week, that's the money sudas you need, and it will be 15. Or he says that Shal Shuz is actually in place of the suda, which is the night suda on Matzah Shabbos, and that's why it would still be 14. Others say that it actually not including the first suda, because Rabbi Lezah is saying, I say you need 14 sudas more than a Chacham, because the Chacham say you need one suda the night of Yontem Rish and Shalchag, and I'm just saying the rest of Yontem you're going to need another 14 sudas, a total of 15. But eat on Rabbi Lezah, and Rabbi Lezah says another day, if someone didn't eat the first night of Yontem of Sukkot, he can be mashed that suda by eating the night of Shemini Yatzeris, even though at that point he's not going to be eating in the sukkah, because of course if he would do it at that point and eat in the sukkah, that may be a problem. But and still give me yitzh the din of tashlum. We'll see what this means in the Gemara. There's no tashlum, and if you miss the first suda of Lel Yantub Rishon, then there's no way to fix it up. And therefore, the Pasuk actually says that this is something which is an iniquity, that is something that you can't fix, and it's a lacking that you did that you can't count, and something that's impossible to fix up and remedy. The Gemara starts, My time in Rebeleza, what Pshan Rebeleza, they says you have to eat 14 sudas. To do it. The Pasuk says, You have to sit in the sukkah for seven days and you have to do it the same way that you would live in your house. Just like the standard amount of food that you'd eat in your home is one meal in the morning and one at night. Also, by the mitzvah of sukkah, there's a chiyah to eat one in the morning and one suda every single night. And what's They say there's no chiyah to eat on sukkah 14 sudas. Because it should be similar to the way you live. Just like when someone lives in the house, if they want, they could eat. If they don't want, they don't have to eat. If I want, I could eat. And then, of course, there's a chiv to eat in the sukkah. But if I want, I don't have to eat. And then there would be no chiv to eat in the sukkah. And the Gemara now, yes, according to Rabbani, if you're saying there's no chiv to eat in the sukkah, the same thing should be the first night of Yantav, you should not have a chiv to eat in the sukkah. It says the words chamisha asa in the gay and says because of course that Sukkot is on Tesvav Tishrei and Pesach is on Tesvav Nisan Malalon just like over there the first night of Pesach there's a Chiyav to eat Matzah and after that the rest of the six days of Pesach it's only Rishus you don't have to eat Matzah also the first night of Sukkot there's a Chiyav to eat in the Sukkot and you have to eat a Suda but after that it's only Rishus and you don't have to eat in the Sukkot if you want you can even fast and by Pesach, how do you know that the first day there's a chiv to eat matzah? Amukra, the Pasuk says, 
of Teichel Matzahs, on that evening of Pesach, you have to eat Matzahs, HaKos of Kavoi Chayva, the Pasuk makes it a Chayv, Zok Rashi, Mekam Elf Rishos, how do you know that the six days of Pesach, it's only Rishos, the Haki of Finlom, the Perak Basel of Sakhim, Sheshis Yom Teichel Matzahs, there's a din to eat Matzah for six days, over Yom Ashvi Atzeris, and the seventh day is a Yontiv, Mashvi Rishos, just like the seventh day of Yontiv, the Torah says Rishos, you don't have to eat four seven days, Avshisha Rishos, therefore all the six days beforehand are also Rishos, the Fish Ashvi Bechlal Shivas Yom Teichel Matzahs, that's teaching you that just like the seventh day of Pesach surely is not a chayv, so too all the days of Pesach are not a chayv to eat matzah. If you do want to eat some bread, make sure to eat matzah and not chametz. And therefore, really, there should be no chayv on any of the seventh day. However, the Pesach then says to teach us that at least on the first night of Pesach, there is a chayv to eat matzah, and of course the famous grah that maybe the rest of the days of Pesach there would be a mitzvah kiyumis to eat actually matzah, and if you do eat matzah, then you would actually have a kiyum of a mitzvah of eating matzah, the same way in sukkah, the rest of the days of sukkahs even though there's no chiyav according to Rabban in the sukkah, but if you do eat there, of course there would be a mitzvah kiyumis, and we make a bracha every single time of leisha besukkah and the Gemara continues, we had a second in that the Mishnah brought from the name of Rebeleza, again keep in mind Rebeleza is Rebeleza Shamuti, and we don't Passing like Rebbelezer, but Rebbelezer said that if you don't eat the first night of Yontiv, then you could be mashlim that suda and eat it on the Leil Shemini Atzeres, even though on Shemini Atzeres, of course, you're not going to sit in a sukkah. Now, the words of this Gemara are going to be a little difficult to understand, and we're going to explain it the way we'll explain it. So, how could you say that Rebbelezer says that there's a din of Hashlama on Shemini Atzeres, but Rebbelezer said at the beginning of the Mishnah, since we know Rebbelezer, the opinion, they have to eat 14 sudas with in a sukkah and you have to eat one in the morning and one at night therefore you see that the chiv of eating in a sukkah and the eating of a suda during sukkahs is based on eating in a sukkah and if so how could you be yoytza by having tashlumen and eating on shemini atzeris if you're not actually going to eat in a sukkah so Amar Biro Amar Ami Chazor Rabbi says in Rabbi Ami that in Chanami the second part of the Mishnah is showing us that Rebbe actually was chayzo and Rebbe holds that there is no chiv to eat 14 sudas within a sukkah there is actually only one chiv to eat a suda the night of Yontiv, which is more of a chiv, not based on eating in the sukkah, but a chiv to eat a suda on Yontiv itself. And that's why Rebbe Lezer says, since I have a chiv to eat a suda on Yontiv, if I miss that suda, I can be mashlamit by eating another suda on Shemini Atzeris, which is also a Yontiv. And based on this point, the Gemara is, mashlamit, according to Rebbe Lezer, how are you going to have ashlamit, what's going to be tashlumin when you can eat on Shemini Atzeris? If you're going to say that you can eat bread, so suda de yoymika on Shemini Atzeris is also a chiv of having a suda, and if at night I had bread, you're not going and using that as tashlumen for the first night of Yontiv of Sukkot, L'chayr, that Yisuda is going to be used for the Suda of Shemini Atzeris. And therefore, what is the tashlumen exactly that we're talking about over here? The Gemara answers, Elamai Yashlem, what is the tashlumen that you do on Shemini Atzeris? Yashlem, B'mini Tagimah, in a Chanam, you can have a regular Suda, and you're going to eat Rifta, and that's going to be the covered Yontiv of Shemini Atzeris. But then, after the Suda, you're going to have some sweet fruits or other dessert, which will be for your Suda, and that will be tashlumen for the Suda that you missed on Sukkot itself. We have a b'risa that says similarly, that if you go and eat Mina Tagima, then you can be yotza, that extra suda of Tashlumim, as Rabbi Lezer just pointed out. Now Rashi says, and even though you don't go and actually have two full sudas, you're still going to be yotza, just with Mina Tagima. But Rashi definitely is pointing out that if someone wants to do it in the best way possible, then on Leil Shemini he should wash 
wash once, he should eat the Suda, the covered Yotav Vashmin Atzeres, and then he should rewash again and have another Suda, the covered the first night of Yontiv Harisha in Shilchag, and that will be in Tashlumen. And the next Rashi, Rashi says that clearly, Im Hishlam, the Kolshkin, Im Kava Suda Sushniya, Belechem Ubaso, that for sure, if you convey your next Suda with Lechem Ubaso, that for sure will be a better Tashlumen. The Gemara continues, Shola Petrabis Shola Grifis HaMelech, the treasurer or the chief of staff of Agrifis HaMelech, is as Rabbelezer to Rabbelezer, Kogoyinani, for example, myself, Sheini Rabbe Lechel El Suda Achs Begayim, that every single day I only eat one Suda, Mao Shaichel Suda Achs Bipata, you said that you have to eat 14 sudas, at least according to the first svara of Rebeleza. Could I eat one suda and be potter and therefore only have seven sudas on sukkahs and not 14? And the Ritvar actually points it out clearly that Afagab, the parishioner, Shechazu Rebeleza Mizu, even though Rebeleza was chayz on that, and we said that in the Gemara, Bishai Lezu, the Rebeleza, he, like Kasha, Bishai Lezu, Kaidun Chazor, this story, Ragrip Samelech, was before he was chayz from his shita, and he still held that you have to have 14 sudas. So Amalai Rebeleza responded to the chief of staff of Agrip Samelech, he said, that every single day, even though you only eat one suda, you definitely have many different appetizers and you do that for your own covenant. And now on sukkahs, you're not even going to go and eat one appetizer for the covenant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we can learn this two ways. Either that he's telling him you could be yaitzu with papyrus and that's what you do every single day and therefore just eat some sort of a fruit or some sort of a sweet item which will be your appetizer which will be for your second suda of that day or some explain that by eating papyrus, it will actually increase your appetite, and therefore you'll be able to eat another suda. So therefore, of course, eat some appetizers, and then force yourself to eat another suda, which will be for our Kaddish Baruch Hu's covenant, and will be for your 14 sudas of sukkahs. But eat shalom, and then the apotropist asked him another question. For example, myself, I'm actually married to two women. One lives in Tiferi, and my other house is in Tiferi. And I have two sukkahs. One in Tiferi with one wife, and one in Tiferi. Could it go and stay in one sukkah for the beginning of Yantav and then travel to my other wife and have sukkahs over there and still be potter and still be yaitz in my chiva of sukkahs? So I'm a lawyer. Rabbi Leza said, Loy, I do not agree that you could do that. Shani because I hold call yaitz in sukkah sukkah, bottle That if someone goes and travels from one sukkah to another sukkah and he doesn't sit in the same exact sukkah for all seven days of sukkahs, the din is that he's bottled not only the mitzvah on an ongoing basis, but even the mafreya. It's not considered that he was the Chiv of Sukkah because it has to be Basukah's Teshu Shivas Yamim. It has to be a Sukkah that was built and used for seven days. And two quick points. First of all, some explained that the Chief of Staff understood that Rebeleza holds he had to sit in a Sukkah for seven days and it has to be the same Sukkah. But he was thinking that maybe it's based on Teshu Kain Tuduru. And therefore, since I actually have two wives and my Teshu Kain Tuduru is that I split my time, so maybe that would also work for the Sukkah. On that, Rebeleza explained that my shot that I hold that you need seven days in the same Sukkah is based on Xerus HaKasim to have one sukkah for all seven days and therefore you have to have one sukkah even though it's your standard to sleep in two different houses during the year. In addition, we're going to see in a moment that Rebeleza holds you have to have one sukkah for seven days and the Chum argue and some Rishayin and one explain that this is based on the Machlekes that we had before between Rebeleza and Rabbi Kiva. Rebeleza held that the reason for sukkahs is because we had Ananiya covered in the Midbar. Rabbi Kiva held that the reason for sukkahs was Zecha that we had sukkahs and we had protection that we built in the Midbar. And therefore, according to Rebeleza, it was based on Ananiya Kavid. We actually traveled for all 40 years in the Ananiya Kavid, but it was one Ananiya Kavid, and Zechel Ananiya Kavid, you have to have one sukkah. However, according to Rebbe that they rebuilt sukkahs every single time they tra- traveled and they encamped. Therefore, you could have multiple sukkahs because that would still be the same Zechel. And the Gemara continues, Tani Mulet Rebeleza, Rebeleza 
Mishnah says, and we turned up Chavzayin on the base, Ein Yaitzim Sukkah You now go from one sukkah to another sukkah. Either they have one sukkah to eat in and another one to sleep in, or if you want to sit in one sukkah today and another one tomorrow, Ve'in Eisin Sukkah B'Chal Shemayin. In addition, if someone didn't sit in the sukkah the first day of Yantu for whatever reason, and then on Chalamayin he wants to build a sukkah, that would not be a valid sukkah because you have to have a sukkah that was built for all seven days. It has to be available and be there for all seven days. The Chalamayin, however, the Chalamayin say Yaitzim Sukkah Sukkah. You're allowed to go out and go and be Yaitzim Mitzvah from one sukkah to another sukkah, so you can have multiple sukkahs over Yantiv, and you're also allowed to make a sukkah and start building it on Chalamayin. However, Vishavim, both Rabbi Lez and Chalam agree, that if you had a sukkah originally on the first day of Yantiv and then it fell down, you're still allowed to go and rebuild it on Chalamayin because that's still considered a sukkah that was there for seven days. My time, Rabbi Lez, what's Shan Rabbi Lez, that you need the same sukkah for seven days? I'm a The Pasuk says, Chaga sukkah is Tasalacha Shivas Yom. And therefore, we learn out, I say sukkah with Shem Chag Shal Shivas Yom, and that's the gist that it would be Gurus over here. And as Rashi explains, it's all one unit. Shemas, we know, we learn from this Pasuk, the ain't Isis sukkah Bechal Shemari, the ain't Shiva, because that's not going to be for seven days. The Shaminim, we also learn the ain't Yitzim, sukkah sukkah, the Mkain, Lav sukkah Shivi. Therefore, that sukkah, even though it was built for seven days, but you're not using it for all seven days. This Pasuk actually teaches us, Hachi Kamarak Bana, this is what the term means. I say sukkah Bechag, you can even make your sukkah on Yontiv, Chaga Sukkah is Tasselcha, that even on the Chaga Sukkah, you could still make for yourself a sukkah. Zakti Yomar, we just said in the Brisa, Vishavin, that both Rabban and Rabbez agree, Shemnafla, Shechaizu, Boyna, Yisabachal, Shemaid. Zakti Yomar, Pshita, of course it's Pashat, that was a sukkah for Shiva. Zakti Yomar, Marotem, Hayachriti, Be'enel, Shiva, Kamashwan, you might think that even though it's rebuilt with the same materials and in the same spot, that's still considered another sukkah because you're rebuilding it, Kamashwan, that's still considered a sukkah of Shiva, and you could be yites in it. Tanya will enter Brisa, that just like a person cannot be yaitza on the first day of Yantiv with the lulav of his friend, as it says in the puzzle, and the puzzle says you should take for yourself on the first day of Sukkot a priyetzada, of course, referring to an asterisk, and kapis tomorrow referring to a lulav, and therefore we learn out it says, it has to be yours. So therefore it can't be guzzled, and it can't be shal, it can't be stolen, and it can't be borrowed. Also, you can't be yaitzer yechiyev of sukkahs by sitting in the sukkah of your friend. Dechsev, as it says in the pasuk, chag hasukkahs tassel chal shivas yamim. You have to have a sukkah for yourself shivas yamim, and therefore we learn out lecha. It has to be yours. Mishal lecha. It has to be yours, and it can't be guzzle and it can't be shal. Even though we said of course a person can't be yaitzer chiyev of lulav and esrig on the first day of yantiv with the lulav of his friend. But you can be yaitz yechiv of sukkahs by sitting in the sukkah of your friend. As it says in the pasuk, kala ezukri that every single person from klal yisrael should sit in sukkahs. And there are two ways to learn it: either call and teach us that no matter what type of sukkah you let us sit in that, or the word basukkahs is actually spelled chasa, and therefore it would seem that all of klal yisrael could actually sit in one sukkah. And as Rashi points out, and this is mashmois of Rashi, the mashma sukkah achas l'chal yisrael, they only have one sukkah for all of klal yisrael. That each person could walk into that sukkah, even if it's Zion by Zion, and they could sit in it one after the other. It's impossible that everyone should own one sukkah. That every single person should still have a puta for each individual of Klayisol. The only way that that could work out is through borrowing it. And therefore, you clearly see, Zakhtar Abanan, that a borrowed sukkah is a kosher sukkah. So we see from here that all of Klayisol could sit in one sukkah. And there's no need for more than one sukkah. And like we explained, therefore you see.
see that Shula is kasha. So Kimar Rabbanan Hai Lachon Mai Darshbe. We had a pasuk that said Chagasukas Tassel Lachon Shivas Yamim. And Lachon it sounds like Lachon has to be yours and it can't be someone else's. So Lachon it should be Mitzi Shula. The Gemara says Mibayle Lemutigzula Enachanami. You can't have a stone sukkah, but you can have a sukkah that was Shula. Av Shula Ksev Kal Ezach teaches us that Shula would be kasha. Now what is a sukkah gzula? So there are three potential types of sukkah gzula. Number one is someone takes a person and throws him out of a sukkah that's already built. That of course you're going to be yitz on because we have a din that kaka ain't exalus and therefore it's like a sukkah shula and a sukkah shula we just said is kashal fi rabbanon. The second type of a sukkah which is gzula is if someone steals wood and actually uses it for his chach. So then it's actually going to be puzzle midiraisa because not shalcha, but in actuality this sukkah will be kashal mid rabbanon because rabbanon said you don't have to actually return that schach because of a takanah shashavim which is a standard takanah that we made that a person does not have to return anything that he steals and he built it into a structure because we want to make sure that people were incentivized to return something and therefore a person won't be incentivized if he has to actually knock down his structure and therefore we said all you have to pay back is cash but you can actually use those bricks or in this case the schach and the third way is where someone steals a sukkah and there it's not on kaka and therefore there it's actually be a psalmidraisa according to Rabbanon in addition let's just keep in mind the Tess that speaks about this sukkah and he says that why do we need a puzzle to teach us that when you have a sukkah that's gzula that's puzzle both it's pasher, it's pasul, because it's a mitzvah ha-ba-ba-vera. And Taisa says over there, a major chiddush, that the din of mitzvah ha-ba-ba-vera is only a drabana dikadin, and therefore we need this pasul to teach us that this sukkah would also be pasul midaraisa. And the Gemara continues, Rabbeleza, hi, kolazuk, my avlay. What does Rabbeleza do with the pasul that kolazuk is mashed by everyone sitting in one sukkah? On that, the Gemara says, me boilay, legeshin's guy bin time, me katushin's guy bin time. He actually needs it to teach us that if there is a ger that wasn't Jewish before sukkah, and he became a ger on Chalamite, or it was a cotton that was a cotton when it was Chesukas, but now during Chalamite he became a gadol, then there would be that although a regular person that was already Jewish, already gadol before Yantav, can't build a sukkah on Chalamite because you need a sukkah that was tassel chashivas yamim. However, a cotton or a ger can actually build a sukkah on Chalamite, and that would be a kosher sukkah. And the Gemara just ends off very posh and says, Rabbanan, Kivin Shamro, Eisen Sukkah since they always hold that any person could build a sukkah Chalamite because there's no chiv and no obligation to have a sukkah for all seven days, therefore they don't need a pasuk for a cotton or for a ger. Of course they could build a sukkah on Chalamite. Tanu Rabban Rabban learned, Maisev Rabbalite is a story of Rabbalite. That before Yontav, he went to be Oile Regal to Rabbalite, his Rabbi, Amalai. So Rabbalite said, Eloi, you are not properly keeping Yontav, Shahi Rabbalite, because Rabbalite held, I'm giving praise to people that are lazy, they don't leave their wives and their houses for Yontav. That you should have to be happy after yourself, and your household, and your wife. So, therefore, you're not supposed to leave your wife for Yontav, and you shouldn't come to be a regal to me on Yontav. We have it in that a person has to go and be his regal to his Rebbe. It says in the Pasuk of Malachim, and this is regarding the Isha Shinamis that went to see Elisha, and her husband asked, Why are you going to Elisha today? It's not Rish Chaydish, and it's not. You have to go and be oil regal to your Rabbi. And the Gemara answers like Kasha that there's a difference between the Brysa and Rebbe Lezer. In the Brysa, when it says that you should be oil regal, that's only when you could go and come back from your Rabbi the same day and therefore be with your family and with your wife. But if you go to Rebbe Lezer, where you're going to stay there the entire Yantav and not be with your family, that's what Rebbe Lezer said. 
Shabbat Shalom. We learned Meisav Rabbi the story of Rabbi Elazar, that when he came to Yontiv and to Shabbos, he actually stayed in the Gaul El in the upper Galilee, and he was in the Sukkah of Yechon, the son of Rabbi Loi, in Kesri. And some say Bekesirian, and at some point during the day, the sun started shining into the Sukkah, and it was disturbing the Sukkah. So Amalai, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Loi, said to Rabbi Lezah, Maushe Ephrasalasad, and can I go and spread on the Sukkah a sheet? And Rashi says, Me also, Mishim Moisif al Oilarei, Bishabbos Oilai. Is it also to do that because I'm being Moisif on an Oilarei on Shabbos, or would that be Mutter? So as we'll see in a moment, Rabbi Lezah actually didn't respond to the question of Yechon, but Amalai, instead, Rabbi Lezah changed the subject, and he said, that there's no shape from Klai Yisrael that didn't have someone that was a Mashiach Yisrael, one of the saviors of Klai Yisrael, as Rashi says, Mashiach and the Shaiftim from when Yeshua came and was Klai Yisrael's first leader until actually Shmuel went and created and anointed Shaul as the king. So we had as follows Yeshua Mephraim, Eirbim Bidam, and Gidim Menasha, Harim Bidam Rachel. Therefore, we took care of all the children of Rachel had someone that was representative and a Shaifid. Shimshim Midan, Barak Mikadish Minaftali, Harim Rebilla, Avsan Zebayas, Mihuda, Eli Milevi, Taylor Misaka, Elon Hasbulani, Mizvulan, Elim Furashman. These are specific and specified in the Torah. Avalastiel, Vifta, Visham Gavieya, the Abdin Loyadati Shemus Shabbatayan. I'm not sure which Shabbat they came from. Umarivim Vishim and God Vasha, Loy Mitzas Mufurish, and from Ruben and Shimon and God Asha, we don't find something Mufurish. And therefore, Rashi is basically saying that it must be that these names that we're not sure which Shabbat they came from must have been from Ruben and Shimon and God and Asha, and that must have been the Kabbalah of Rabbi Lezah. At this point, the sunlight already got the half of the sukkah, so Amalur Rabbi Yechon said back to Rabbi Lezah, could I go and place and spread on the sheet onto the sukkah in order that I should protect myself from the sun? So once again, Rabbi Lezah changes the subject, and he said, that there was no shave from Klai Yisrael that didn't have a Navi from their Shavit, and in addition, Shavit Yav Yehuda, which David came from, and the Shavit Yav which Shaul came from, they actually had Malachim that were anointed through a Navi, and that Navi, of course, was Shmuel Navi, that made David and Shaul into kings. And then the sun already reached the feet of Rebbe and was getting very hot. So Rebbe Echelon actually by himself, without actually asking Rebbe he took a sheet and he spread it on top of the sukkah, and therefore he protected Rebbe Lezer. But Rebbe Lezer, right away, he draped his talus in back of him, and he went out of the sukkah. And Rashi says, the reason why he did it, because he didn't want to be matristing, and others have the guess in Rashi that he didn't want people to say that he was matrit. And now the Gemara is bothered, why did Rabbi Lezer want to teach the din to Rabbi Yechron? And that Gemara says, the reason why he didn't say it is not because he didn't want to teach him Torah, because he had a Kabbalah, Rabbi Lezer never said anything they didn't hear specifically from his Rabbi, he always said, over Shmuas, B'Shem Amrei, of his Rabbeim. And the Gemara now has two problems with the story. Number one, we said, Rabbi Lezah holds that you can't go from Sukkah to Sukkah. And look over here, he went only for Shabbos to this Sukkah of Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Loi. How did he do that? So, Rabbi Lezah himself holds, you have to stay in the same Sukkah for seven days. And we know Rabbi Lezah was the Rav and he lived in Lud. So, how did he leave Lud and go into the Sukkah of Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Loi in Kesri or, like said, some said, in Kesirian? So, the Gemara says, We're not talking about the Yantam of Sukkah so over here. It was actually on Shavuos, and the reason why it was singing in Sukkah, it was because it was eerie outside, and it was therefore used as a booth. How can you say that it was on Shavuos? But Rebbe Lezer also said that I praise the people who are lazy, 
and they don't go out from the houses and they stay in the house beyond him. So it can't be they left his house for Shavuos. The more answers, Shabbos it was a regular Shabbos, it was not on Shavuos, and it was not on Sukkot. And the Gemara now asks another question, that how is the Rebbe Lezer said that I won't give a tarot because I only say things over from Arabeim, but we know Rebbe Lezer himself has a din, Benigea, covering something up, and being moisif on the oil array, because the Tifshalim day we should learn out from what Rebbe Lezer himself said in the Mishnah, the Tanan, Pekach if you have a board that stuffs up a window, Rebbe Lezer, Oymer, Bizman, Shekash of Atali, the only time you can take a board and stuff it into the window is only if it was tied on there and it was hanging from the windowsill before Shabbos and therefore there's no problem of being mice of an oil array. But if not, there would be a problem of being mice of an oil array. And over here also, by spraying that sheet, that's a new part of the oil. L'chayr should be also. So L'chayr, Rebbe himself should have said to Rabbi Yechon, it's also to do that. The Chamrim, the Chamrim argument say, no matter what, you could stuff up the area. There's no problem of being mice of an oil array. So the Gemara answers on there is a difference between stuffing up a window with a board that's made for stuffing up a window and taking a sheet and covering the sukkah because over there when you take that board you could be mavatal to the chalayin and therefore you're being moist on the oil but by a sheet a non-sadi rash says you're not going to leave it on the sukkah and the end result is you're going to take it away therefore Rebbe wasn't sure if that's moist and since he didn't have a couple of his Rebbe therefore he didn't say anything let's just leave off with the Tysus on Chavzayin and Beis. Tysus says in Tysus, twelve lines in the bottom of Tysus. The Tamer, the Rabbi Lezer, according to Rabbi Lezer, the Beis Sukkah Shalchem, that you need a Sukkah that's yours. Ain Shnayim Yitzim Sukkah Echad Oylem. Then two people can't be Yitzim with one Sukkah. We Yitzim Chobin and Beis Sukkah Lachal Echad Echad. And every single person should have to have their own Sukkah. V'Shema Hu Marbi Menachsev Teishu Kei Tadiru. Zok Tysus, it could be that Rabbi Lezer holds that this is actually the Gedah Teishu Kei Tadiru. Shechayil Neishav Yachav B'Sukkah Achas. And therefore, Shufim or people in the same family could actually stay in the same sukkah because that's normal for people to do in their own house. And what we have a minute that everyone buys an esrog with shufis in order to be yaitzah. It must be that everyone's das is when the person is using it to be makter to each other. When that person is that they should return it to them. This is not worse than a regular case of which is considered matana and therefore we should from also since the kavana originally is every single person should be yaitzah with it therefore the stomach is that they did it al das that they could be makir to their friend when they need to be mavarach on it and we will stop over here